รหันโทสัมมาสัมพุทธัสสนะโมทัสสะภะคะวะโทอรหันโทสัมมาสัมพุทธัสสนะโมทัสสะภะคะวะโทอรหันโทสัมมาสัมพุทธัสสะพุทังธรรมังสังฆังนมัสสามิ So this is the uh, observance night. We have uh, some good news the, to uh, tell you that the planning permission for the temple has been approved out. So that's one worry. It's over. The, I guess the planning officers agreed that there's that there was no need to uh, bring it before the council because there was no. Wasn't that radical a change? And nobody had made any objection to the uh, new plan. And then tomorrow, Venerable Nyanabuto returns to us here. So today is a day of good news. Some days are bad news. <laughs> It is the retreat. I mean, the, the Anagarika uh, has been uh, going over the Paticca Samupada, and so this is very. Uh, I found very helpful teaching uh, from contemplation of experience and uh, recently there's been a book uh, published in Thailand translated by Ex-Bhikkhu Bodhisattva, now Bruce Evans and it's the translation of from the uh, Tanjau Khun Tamapitok who used to be Tanjau Khun Tate Waiti. They keep giving him high ranks and he started out as This is Raja Waramuni, and then then he was known as Tate Waiti, and then he he's given a even a higher title, Tamapidok, Tanjokun Tamapidok, and that but he's using now his uh, his ordinary name Payuto as a uh, as a writer. So you might get confused and in, in the, that this is all the same monk, the academic monk. And a uh, very brilliant one in Thailand. And uh, he he wrote he's written a, a book in Thai, a very thick book called Buddha Dhamma, which is uh, probably one of the best recent uh, books on Buddhism that there is. He's very he's a very uh, clear thinker and practitioner and uh, a, a good monk, a brilliant mind. And his dhamma is, is excellent, worth listening to. And the whole book, uh, uh, Buddha Dhamma, I think, has been translated. Eventually, the whole thing will be translated into English. But this particular section of Paticca Samuppada, or dependent origination, is uh, it has been published last year in a book form that's for sale. It's not for free distribution. I found out. The Buddha Dhamma Foundation in Bangkok is now 
publishing books for sale that would be distributed in bookshops. Though many of you who have contemplated Paticca Samupada, then you, you have some, uh, maybe you've just read about it or it can look very confusing or difficult. Um, there's not many people that, that use it very skillfully. So that it, it tends to be merely a kind of a, a reference or a, something that is referred to, but nobody sees its uh, practical value in applying it to uh, situations, worldly situations and personal experience. But the Buddha's uh, Buddha Dhamma was always, is always something that applies to the immediate situation of our human state. I, uh, he wasn't, uh, he wasn't uh, a teacher of theories or speculative theories or ideas, uh, just uh, trying to, to uh, speculate about the nature of existence. He, was, he developed skillful means to contemplate and investigate look into the, the human experience, our own experience, our consciousness, our, our body and mind, the problem of suffering and the way to uh, be liberated from the causes of suffering. So the sequence, it starts out with Abhicca, uh, Bhajaya Sankara. So Abhicca is, is the uh, meaning the ignorance, not knowing, not having insight into the Dhamma or the Four Noble Truths, then, then our minds are, we, we tend to have positions, views, opinions, attitudes, biases, prejudices that come out of avicca. Because if you penetrate the Four Noble Truths, if you have insight into those truths, then, then you have vicha or knowledge of the truth. So then you're your thoughts, your your views, your your actions, your speech come out of out of understanding truth rather than out of just the, the momentum of biased views, prejudices, opinions, uh, emotional habits, and all the rest. So the Abhicca Bhajaya Sankara, Sankara here is uh, is uh, like they use a volitional. Uh, formations or can be the, the habits, habit tendencies in which um, whatever avicca position we take on life, you know, whatever avicca we're producing in our mind or we're, we're, we're operating from that assumption from some, uh, from an unenlightened mind, then, then, they, then the habit, emotional habit will come from that. So that affects the conscious experience, vijnana, which uh, infects the uh, and influences the, the the body and the and the mental conditions, which uh, of course is then uh, body and mental conditions. Then the the uh, sense, the salayatana or the sense, uh, uh, the senses, the six senses are then then. Uh, primed or prepared for the contact with the kind of 
information and uh, reinforcement of our biases and prejudices that then the uh, contact, we have a feeling, a Vedana in which we either like or dislike, feel pleasant or unpleasant, which brings up the desire, dunha, which then we attach to, and then attachment uh, leads to becoming and birth and jaramarana, death, and then sokapariteva, grief, sorrow, despair, and anguish. So this, uh, this process is, is, uh, is really helpful in, in reflective meditation, applying it to one's own ignorance or opinions, views, attitudes, or world opinions or world views or assumptions, whatever, it works on all levels. Then uh, one recognizes that the avicca is the condition for grief, sorrow, despair, and anguish. Avicca, or ignorance of the truth, and we'll always, whatever we, whatever we do in life out of ignorance will eventually take us to the, the result of that will be some form of dukkha or suffering. So as long as avicca is the is the is the is the place we operate from, then the result of our lives will be always some form of dissatisfaction, worry, anxiety, discontentment. And we can see that in, you know, how much uh, in, in, uh, in our lives we, no matter even when life is a, a fairly easygoing, pleasant and comfortable experience, how much we do, we still have these, this mental anguish to deal with, the despair and doubt and, and all kinds of uh, negative emotions and fears that haunt us. And because they even the best of life, even the, the, the best we can possibly experience, if there's still a vicha as as our as the place is, is what we we still are attached to, then the result will always be Sokapari Teva Tukatomanadupayasa. Now this is reflection, of course this is be contemplated, not to be believed in. So we find whatever prejudice, bias, position we take, such as the basic one, is the self-view. I am the, the Vaitanda, I am this person, I am like this. And then, of course, the, the uh, emotional tendencies come out of that. I am is a, is, ba- is, a, is a basic assumption that most human beings operate from. That's their, that's their assumption, that's their blind thought. So in, in the Buddhist teaching the, of anatta is to really contemplate the self in order to be free from the assumptions of a self, the a habit, the tendencies, the, all that that reinforce the sense of me as being something or somebody, some person. So we can 
see why there is so much strife and tribulation in the human society because uh, human beings, this is just the what most human beings do. There's avicca, bhajya, sankara, sankara, bhajya, vinyana, vinyana, bhajya, namarupang, namarupang, bhajya, salayatanam, salayatanam, bhajya, pasra, pasra, bhajya, vaitana, vaitana, bhajya, dhanha, dhanha, bhajya, upadhana, upadhana, bhajya, pawa, pawa, bhajya, Dati dati bhajaya janamaranang soka pari teva tukatomanasa upayasa. And that describes the, the human experience from ignorance of the Dhamma. <laughs> In all its details. When first trying to uh, penetrate this teaching, one was confused oftentimes because they, uh, one didn't know how one, one thing related to another. And uh, it's generally taught as a, as, a, as a kind of three life process of previous life. We become born into this form and, and then this is the present existence and then, then what we do will determine the future. So. So then, if it, if it's uh, uh, in, in that way, it doesn't, you know, it, it's it's all right. It's not nothing wrong with it, but it, it doesn't really help in uh, understanding experience, say, of, of emotional experience or tendencies or habits or our humanity. It remains just a, a theory that doesn't seem to apply to anything very real and important to us. Well, when we when we contemplate it more in the in, in, through experience, uh, our mental experience and tendencies, contemplating our our own sense of ourselves, the avicca that we tend to to uh, produce, and then the the habits, the emotional habits and tendencies that we we're very much uh, are a part of our way of reacting to. To life, and then the experience of consciousness, and then the then the body and the mental formations and the sense sense organs, uh, which are in contact with things, always being contacted by something, something always happening, impinging on the on this on the senses, and then the vedana of of being pleasant, unpleasant, or neither pleasant or unpleasant. And then the, the sensitivity is, is always this, this kind of feeling of, of being uh, of, of, of being either pleased or displeased, neutral. And then the then the then desire, desire in dunha is is uh, we're so identified and and caught out and, uh, with our desires. And the attachments to those desires, and then the and then the becoming that through attachment, the becoming those desires, and then the the birth and the death. And in this this, this way of looking at birth and death, are seen as, as, a, as a as a kind of pair when you when there's birth and there's death, decay and death. So one produces 
one goes along with the other. Just like your body was born, it gets old and dies. It's uh, it, when at the birth moment of the body, then of course it's it's uh, it. What goes along with that is its inevitable death and the 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 aging process before that. Well, it also applies to to uh, mental birth. They're talking about becoming and being born in uh, as as a person, as somebody. So this the, the ego, or the I become what I'm attached to. I become somebody. If I if I if anger arises, and I attach to that anger, and and uh, follow that anger, then I become angry, and then I am an angry Ajahn Sumato. I become Ajahn Sumato who's angry. That's a kind of birth, a, a definite person who is a def- who has this uh, emotion. And then that anger is uh, something that leads to uh, the, uh, all the problems of, of um, when, when you're angry, you have a lot of uh, fears and, and difficulties and mi- miserable states. And then, and then the uh, grief, sorrow, despair, and anguish. And, uh, and this, this process it just keeps reinforcing itself if there's no vicha or no clear understanding of the Dhamma. So in reading uh, uh, Chao Kun's book on the dependent origination, he applies it in a practical way to, uh, as, a, as a sequence. I made up one uh, this morning about the uh, problem in Russia. I've got the solution for Russia and Chetanya, and so I'll read it to you. <coughs> so, the Vicha, the first one, ignorance of the Four Noble Truths. So Mr. Yeltsin, President, Prime Minister, uh, thinks, now he's got it in his mind, that Chechenia should not secede from Russia, and that if it does, and he doesn't stop it, then many more parts of Russia will do the same, many more republics. And the uh, assumption out of Avicca that Chechenya belongs to Russia. So this is his basic Avicca position. So this is the assumption, you know, his, his view, his political view. So then Sankara, the second one, Avicca Bhajaya Sankara, as a result, Mr. Yeltsin proceeds to think and formulate theories and scenarios in his mind, conditioned by his temperament, and these give rise to doubt, anger, resentment, once again dependent on his particular temperament. Which then goes to vijnana. Under the influence of these defilements, Mr. Yeltsin broods. He takes note and interprets Mr. Dudayev, who's the Chechenya president. He takes note and interprets Mr. Dudayev's behavior and actions in accordance with these previous impressions. The more he thinks about it, the surer he gets. Dudayev becomes repulsive to him, along with a 
prejudice, with, along with prejudiced views of Chechenia. So you, you see, the one goes into the consciousness, and then the Namarupa, the next one, Mr. Yeltsin and his military advisors feel feelings, his advisors, feelings, thoughts, moods, facial expressions, and gestures. Uh, that is the body and mind together begin to take on the overall features of anger and indignation primed to function in accordance with that consciousness. So it's like, you know, when you say probably Mr. Dudayev, Chechenia, to, to Mr. Yeltsin, he probably goes into a kind of... Namarupa is being affected by this. Salayatana, Salayatana, the, the six senses, the, the sense organs are primed then to receive information that is related to and conditioned by the body-mind organism, uh, the body-mind or, organism state of anger and indignation. So, so it's like your senses and your, your, your hearing, whatever you hear or see, then you're, you're primed, it's kind of program to pick up all the things that support this anger. So you, you hear about all the, the bad things, or you, you kind of have a way of filtering out anything positive about it, and, and you just already in the mode, in the mood, in the rut of this, uh, of this indignation, anger, and, and righteous uh, need to, uh, that, that you're being prepared, you will know, eventually lead to some kind of action. So then pasa, or contact, the impingement on the sense organs will be of the activities and attributes of Dudayev and Chechens, which seem particularly relative to the case, such as the blaming statements they produce, the aggressive gestures and proclamations they make, etc. So then you, you hear the news and get the information about Dudayev said, uh, Mr. Yeltsin's a dirty rat or something like that. Blaming statements that the Russians are, are out to destroy Chechenia and all these things and aggressive gestures and proclamations that, that they make in, the, in their own uh, avicca. This, this is contacting the, uh, the senses of, of Mr. Yeltsin, which are primed already, influenced already by this avicca. So then the Vedana, the feelings conditioned by sense contact, are of an unpleasant kind. Because to feel that way is a painful, unpleasant way, is an unpleasant feeling. So then the Dunha uh, comes, which is the Vipava Dunha, craving for non-being arises. The dislike or aversion for that offensive image and the desire to destroy it, get rid of it. And then upadana, or clinging, clinging and obsessive thinking in relation to Dudayev's behavior follows. It is interpreted as a direct challenge. He, Mr. Dudayev, and the Chechens are seen as the enemy. And the whole situation demands some kind of remedial action. So then the bhava, or becoming, Yeltsin, Mr. Yeltsin and his military advisors' subsequent behavior falls under the influence of this clinging, and their actions become those of an antagonist. You see, they're preparing to 
the preparing to do what's going to ha- what has happened, and then birth or jati, after bawa, as the feeling of enmity becomes more distinct, it is assumed as an identity, and the distinction between them and us becomes more distinct, and there is a, a self which is obliged to somehow react to the situation. So in, in birth, they, they, they become those, those enemies there, the Chechens and, and the Russians, and then Mr. Yeltsin, Mr. Dadaya, they're, they're very separate now. They're totally identified in, in their, as, as individuals. They're born as beings. And then that condition is Jaramarana. This self or condition of enmity exists and flourishes dependent on certain conditions, such as the desire to appear tough, to preserve uh, one's honor and pride, and to be the victor, which all have their respective opposites, such as the fears of failure, uh, and world opinion, and being wrong, and feeling guilty about it. As soon as that self arises, it is confronted with the absence of any guarantee of victory. Even if Mr. Yeltsin does attain the victory, he desires, there is no guarantee that he will be able to preserve his supremacy for very long. So he may not, in fact, uh, be the tough victor he wants to be, but rather the loser and humiliated in Russia and internationally. These possibilities of suffering play with Mr. Yeltsin's moods and produce stress, insecurity, and worry. They in turn <laughs> feed ignorance, this avicha, and they feed the uh, avicha even more, thus beginning a new round of this cycle. Such negative states are like festering wounds which have not been treated and so continue to release their poisoning effect on Mr. Yeltsin's consciousness, influencing his behavior and causing problems both for himself and for others. And in this case, if Mr. Yeltsin were to practice correctly, (laughs) he he would be advised to start off on the right foot, reflecting on Mr. Dudayev's behavior and Chechenya, he could use his intelligence, Yoniso Manasikara, here in parenthesis, which Yoniso Manasikara is the Pali word considering in accordance with causes and, and conditions. So he uses Yoniso Manasikara and reflects that Mr. Dudayev and the Chechens have problems, fears, and assumptions that need to be taken into account and understood. If he reflected in this way, Mr. Yeltsin and the Russian government would take an interest and maybe work out a fair and agreeable solution. They might even feel compassion. Once the negative chain of events has been set in motion, however, it can still be cut off, cut off with mindfulness. That is, mindfulness is the is the is the you can cut through and whatever you know. If you, no matter how far it gets, there's always the possibility of stopping the cycle. Cut off this, uh, this cycle with mindfulness at any point. For instance, if it had continued up to the sense contact, 
That is the, the in this case, the awareness of Mr. Jadaya's actions in a negative way, Mr. Yeltsin could still set up mindfulness right there. Instead of falling under the power of craving for, for uh, annihilation of, the, of Mr. Jadaya, he could instead consider the facts of the situation and thereby gain a fresh understanding of Mr. Jadaya's behavior. And he could then reflect uh, wisely in regard to both his own and Mr. Jadaya's actions so that his mind would no longer be weighed down by negative emotional reactions, but instead respond in a clearer and more positive way. And this could even encourage compassion. Well, this is, this is uh, exercise, say, of, of taking like uh, a modern political problem. It's also interesting to do this with your own self, you know, to take your own suffering or your own uh, uh, feelings and, and positions into in putting it into this formula because it gives you a, a very clear kind of uh, insight into how how things work, how one, one how how things is coming from ignorance. We we just create more ignorance and act on it, and then it just it, it uh, increases, multiplies, spreads, and and it just seems to go on and on and on. But there's also the possibility of stopping. And of course that isn't through suppression anymore, but through understanding. And like any prejudiced position we have, such as say, rather than taking two uh, political leaders, they take uh, yourself or someone else, some of each opposition that you're very fond of, You found one? Some bias, some, some negative bias, say. And uh, so you start with that. So you, you make that very clear. You know, I am... Uh, I feel that uh, nobody really understands me. That's my avicca. I feel nobody understands me. So then uh, the Sankara, as a result, I proceed to think and formulate theories and scenarios in my mind, conditioned by my temperament, and these give rise to doubt, uh, insecurity, resentment, uh, once again dependent on my own particular, peculiar temperament. But nobody uh, really understands me. And then from that, the, the, the sankhara, the volitional tendencies, the habit tendencies operate out of that, in which uh, there's all kinds of proof of this that you can, you can find, you know, in your past and experience in present situations, which, which, which uh, definitely support that or, or give rise to doubt or being, feeling of offend, being offended, which affects your consciousness under the influence of these defilements, then your consciousness 
then my consciousness, uh, I kind of brood on this. Nobody understands me. And he takes note, interprets, that anything that happens in the community here during the day, the way people look at me or react to me, or the way the district council relates to me, or the, or the other monasteries, or whatever, or the other Buddhists, or whoever, then I see uh, in accordance with, uh, I see all this and interpret it in accordance with, with other previous experiences, and I think about it, and, I, and I'm more and more sure that this is true, and so therefore I find the world repulsive to me, the community, the world at large, because none of it understands me or really appreciates me. So this is, now I'm at the, this is the, the kind of, now the vijnana, the conscious in moment has been infected with this. And in the namarupa, then, then I start, when, when this, I start having feelings and thoughts moods, my facial expressions, my gestures, my body language, all this began to take on this feeling. Nobody understands me. And I kind of, you don't, none of you understand me. And you, get, you get the message somehow. And just, even I'm not ta- saying it, there's a kind of maybe an aura around me or the way my face kind of screws out or kind of a, a way of, of kind of holding back in, in, in trying to keep, keep from uh, keeping my, my body and my mental state are then taking on this, this style, this, this influence, which prepare my sense organs for receiving further information that are going to prove this. So, so say, then I see one of you and, you, and I look at you, but you look away and you don't smile at me. I'm, uh, I interpret that immediately as they, they don't understand, they don't like me. Sense organs of my ears uh, here, there's some people, a uh, couple of nuns maybe talking over here, and, and I hear uh, Ajahn Sumedha, immediately I'm primed to think they're saying they don't like me. So you're, you're set up, you're, you're kind of wired up for that or anything that's going to go along with that. And then further contact on the, sense, on the senses then is the impingement. Then I, uh, it's always going to, uh, it will be, will prove this, you know, like the, the, the various, as you can see with paranoia, how the way the, the sheep look at you in the pasture. You see that. And then anything else, any other criticisms that come, like uh, they, they say, Ajahn Tomato doesn't look very well, or, or what's wrong with Ajahn Tomato, and, and uh, he, he's not smiling anymore, and all this stuff. And all that. Well, I think, you know, I've never had great confidence in Ajahn Tomato, and, and uh, then and all the rest of it. Then the criticisms or doubts that come, that come, that touch my, that, that come to me, then I, I feel it, and then the Vedana is unpleasant. I'm feeling this unpleasant. Whenever the, 
this, you see, I'm primed, so when, when somebody says anything, it becomes, you know, that, that, that is influenced by this, this avicca, then I feel this, this unpleasant Vedana. And then dunha, whippoor dunha, I, I can't stand this anymore. I can't bear uh, this kind of thing. I want to stop it. I want to get rid of it. And I and so aversion to to the world, to the community, to various individuals arises. And uh, and I want to to hurt them or get rid of them or get away from them. And the clinging to this desire, then, and and I become obsessed by clinging to this vipavadanha, uh, thinking in, uh, thinking of, uh, through thinking and creating and, and complicating even more, through becoming obsessed. My mind is obsessed that nobody loves me and I, don't know, and I can feel, I can prove it. It's very obvious. And then I see you all as the enemy, as people who are going to hurt me or dislike me, or look down on me. And then I think I have to do something. So then I become somebody who falls under this influence of this clinging, and my actions then are those I've, I've become antagonistic. I become, you know, I show, I act on this or speak on this in, a, in an antagonistic way. And then I become, this increases, I become, I mean, after this, I, I'm born or jati as. Uh, Ajahn Sumedho, who nobody likes, and uh, and nobody understands, and uh, and I become very distinctly that. You know, it's like this is a thoroughly convincing uh, position that I'm, I'm born into this, this this state as a, and and it becomes fixed in me and you, me against you. I am Ajahn Sumedho, who you don't like, they become very distinct and, and, and supported. And then the result of that, uh, uh, the jaramarana, or decay and death, the self or condition of enmity, fear, of being offended, uh, flourishes and depends on certain conditions. And, and uh, in order to, to survive all this, I have to, I also, uh, fear that uh, make all other kinds of problems around it, so that that uh, in order to to get away from it, like I think maybe I must leave, must get out of here, uh, so that I, or maybe I'm suicidal. Maybe I think I should commit suicide. So, so, but then along with that comes the, even though that sounds like a death, it's also the fear that that possibly, even if I do, it'll be the wrong thing, that I might be reborn in a worse position than I am now. And so even the idea of suicide becomes a frightening thing because you, you, there's possibility that it could get worse after that. They say that suicide's a very heavy, heavy uh, thing to do. Or that, uh, that running away and going my own way, separating myself from the rest of you is because, and then, then there's also that might be the answer to the problem, but I also might really be mistaken. I might be, it might not be true at all. Maybe you really love me. And I've made it all up and it's not true. It could be that I'm not, that it's not true at all. I'm just, 
deluded. And so there's this doubt and uncertainty about it. And as soon as that self arises, it is confronted with the absence of any certainty about any effective action being worthwhile. So that there's this, this insecurity and hope that by running away or doing something about this, or following this basic avijja, will only you don't you have you lose all certainty that that any there's any anything you can do that's going to be able to get what you want in a permanent and secure fashion. So this leads to all kinds of uncertainty, suffering, moods, and produce my moods then increase and I feel stressed, insecure, worried, and uh, therefore I'm this, uh, this, then I, these kind of reactions then influence other things. So you set, you know, all other kind of ramifications spin off of these, uh, of this, of each other. That then it tends to kind of like, like they say, a festering sore that infects the poisoning that is 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 there inside, and so it it influences uh, everything in your life. And then I in, end up making a lot of problems, unnecessary problems for myself and the rest of you. So in this case, if I manage to, if such a such a avicca did come up in my mind, and I uh, or the, such, such a tendency was there, then uh, say when when such a when when something happened that that this pasta or this sense contact this type this type of thing would spark off this uh, this uh, this uh, feeling or this tendency, then I could say um, contemplate that the awareness of of your actions, your your how you relate to me, I could contemplate this with with this um, yoniso manasikara, and begin to uh, try to understand what's actually taking place. And so that the uh, and and this and then one can say, even if one gets attached, or if one has a desire and attached, you can contemplate the attachment to a particular attitude or emotional state until to yoniso manasikara is looking deeply into the nature of things so you're you're really penetrating the causes so this this particular teaching say of the teacher samupada is a is a yoniso manasikara type of teaching it's just to help you look deeply into the causes of suffering in the process of the, the, the human state of ignorance, attachment, suffering. And that through right understanding and looking at things in the right way, then this, this process falls apart. It's not, it's not something that, uh, you know, there is a way out, there is an ability to, to free yourself from, from avicca. So this is like like a, the uh, 
you think with Mr. Didaya, he's probably, he's also of the Chabadjaya Sankara, so he's got his own scenarios and anxieties and projections and prejudices against Mr. Yeltsin and the Russians. I mean, so it's, it's, it's you know, the whole thing, you can see, is, a, is just, a, you know, incredibly complicated, difficult, like when you can see what's happened in Bosnia, just who can who can solve that? Because there's no Yonis or Manasikara, there's no looking really direct on it looking. There's just there's just reactions out of Avicha to this or that. Fixed assumptions. So you you the the like a prejudice is is you is, is not based on understanding of anything. You 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 get conditioned to think and when when that particular image or prejudice hits you, then you have this reaction. So, you, you know, you can, you, you're easily, then you're easily influenced, you know, like all, like racial prejudices or ethnic prejudices or class prejudices or gender prejudices or religious prejudice, all these things, you say one thing and then you, you know, the, the, if this is a, this is a, a prejudice of this, this group is bad or inferior or something, then as soon as the name is mentioned, you, the whole thing, you know, you, you're primed. You're already programmed to, to go into the, the uh, actions, the desires, the clinging, the, and the uh, becoming and the birth and the, and the result of birth and the, and the result of that is apart or suffering. But you can see it very much operates in the political world, doesn't it? And, and just how the, you know, the, the push buttons, where you, this, this button and you get this, this reaction, the thing, thing is programmed for, for this. Or you, you have a national assumption, national prejudices or stereotypes. So, uh, the French are like this, the Germans are like that, the Swedes are like this, the Russians are like the Americans are like that. And so that the, the whole, the, the culturally we're programmed to, to uh, see these, to, when these words are mentioned, then, you, then uh, the, the program goes into action. So this is, you can see all the, that the, the, the avicca bhajaya sankara, the ignorance is the cause of all this misery. Ignorance of the truth of the way it is. So in, in applying this to, to, to your own practice, this is where we investigate our, the, the kind of Attitudes, the self-attitude, the sense of me and mine, and my views about you, my prejudices, or my uh, projections onto you. So when I start, uh, when I'm coming from the position me, and then and there's you, then 
if I don't investigate it, then I, then I get caught in the usual process that takes me to suffering. And so I can, I, one makes so many mistakes in community life by, or by just that alone, isn't it? Forming opinions, attachments to those opinions, feeling righteous about one's opinions, feeling that being primed and pushed and activated and, and projected, propelled into, into reacting in, in unsuitable ways. through speech or action, or just through thinking. So in, the, in this way, when, when, we, when we see that, the process, then we just, how, do, how do we get out of it? How can we stop this? this how can we free ourselves from this, this kind of vicious circle? Because that's what the the, uh, the whole point of the Buddhist teaching is, is is the pointing to the way to be liberated from that from avicca. And when there's no avicca, then there's no suffering. So say even the aging process of one's own body, even if you have arthritis and and uh, terminal illnesses and and bad health, say, that if there's not the, the sense of me and mine connected to the body, then, then we don't create suffering onto the conditions that the body might be experiencing. So this is, this is great revelation to people with, with uh, cro- chronic pain or, or debilitating uh, ailments or diseases because uh, Usually, the, 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 the individual is connected to the body, uh, very much assuming it is oneself. I am the body, and I am sick, and I am in pain, and I am diseased, and I will die. And then that, then that takes one to suffering, because the, 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 the ignorance has not been seen uh, through and believing it. I am this. But then in, in, uh, in the contemplation of, of, of the five khandhas as anatta, more and more we, we break that assumption of avicca. I am the, the, the rupa, the vedana, the sanya, sankara, vinyana. So then the things that do happen, the things that impinge on us, uh, the things that, the, the contact of the, of the uh, world that affects the senses, most through the eyes, ears, nose, tongue, and body, and through the, through the mind itself, the, the things we hear, or, the, or the, uh, the insults we receive, or the criticisms, or the praise, or whatever, then we see it in terms of Dhamma, rather than in terms of, uh, of this, the, the, the process that creates desire, attachment, and becoming.
Now the the practice leads to a very alert uh, recognition of things are what they are, the way it is. So, so they, if I'm if I'm insulted, say one of you insult me. No, then it, it the pusite contacts. You know, I hear it, or I see you, your your face, and you're looking at me in the, with aversion and insulting me. I'm that's pusa or contact. But at that point, then I can uh, I'm since there's mindfulness, then I don't make any problem about it in my mind. I'm aware of it. I feel it. But I'm not operating from avicca, so there's no the the the, the vedana is it's just the, it is what it is. But the, the, I'm not I'm not caught in the in uh, in like in, in being in the pleasant or unpleasantness of it. It is what it is. The suchness, and then uh, so then because of, of that, then there's no desire, no grasping, no becoming, no birth, death, and therefore no grief, sorrow, despair, and anguish. Well, say you insult me, I, I feel, I feel it. I, I, I you have, I. There's a, there's a sense of me being insulted, you've hurt my feelings. I feel this, this Vedana of I'm, I'm in pain, I'm, I'm this unpleasant feeling that I'm having, I'm interpreting as mine. And, and therefore, uh, the desire is to uh, do something about it, to hurt you maybe. Desire to, to uh, harm you. So then, the desire, I cling, uh, and if, but at this point, say, if I, if I stop the process, I'm aware of this desire, the Vedana, the Dhanha. Because I, if I, you investigate desire, then you really know what Dhanha is, then, then when it gets it to the Dhanha level, you, you're very much aware of it as Dhanha. You can, you can cut it there. Or Upadana, the clinging to the desire, you can cut it there. So in the second noble truth, the, the, the letting go of desire, that's where generally it's aimed at, is in, is in that, is, is in letting, learning to recognize no desire is desire and, and practice letting go of it. Because most people aren't mindful enough to don't have that mindfulness and wisdom yet to to cut it at contact. So we have to go through the desire, the desire and and dhanha upadana or desire and clinging, and there there it's very very much more kind of powerful because desire, like the second noble truth, is is knowing. The, the three kinds of desire. Dhamma, dhanha, pavadhanha, vipavadhanha. The desire for sense, pleasure, desire for becoming, desire for uh, non-being. And 
and upadana, clinging to that desire. So practicing and reflective meditation, you, can't, you know, the practicing with that is the, the desire and uh, yeah, with, the, with the empty mind, you, you get perspective. You know, you can see this. What desire is wanting, not wanting? The, the attachment, of course, like is start thinking about it and and fully, you know, grasping it and believing it, or trying to get rid of it. Or the desire to. The, you know, or the, 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 it gets complicated with Whippa because we might have a desire for something and then we create a desire to get rid of that desire. Now it does get complicated with uh, so trying to get rid of a suppressed thing. We might feel like sexual desire and then we, then, then we, we, we have aversion to sexual desire so we're trying to get rid of it. And then uh, you cling to this this desire to get rid of this thing, and then it then it then it takes us to suffering. But it, when you contemplate that and get to recognize the, the desire and attachment, vedana bhajaya dana dana bhajaya upadana, that process there, then uh, when you you become very very good at recognizing that. It was something to, to, to study with Yoniso Manasikara, looking into causes and conditions, recognizing, knowing these things, what they are, like the Buddha saying, I know you, Mara. Recognizing Mara, not, not trying to uh, kill Mara. I know this for what it is. So then the, the process stops, and when you cut it, then, then of course the, the, uh, you begin to, uh, you know, then you, you're, the, the uh, suffering is uh, diminished. We start seeing a way out of, out of suffering, or a way of not suffering. We, can, we begin to really understand the path the Eightfold Path, based on right understanding, right intention, right speech, right action, right livelihood, right effort, right mindfulness, right concentration. So that's why if you're, if you are, you know, if a vicha, but if a vicha, the basic self-view is not recognized, then like when we practice from the self-view, then the result is always some form of discontentment or disappointment, despair. So, because the, the, the teaching is, uh, is, is, is investigating, looking into, uh, then the self is something to contemplate, not to, you're not taking a stand against the self, like you've got to get rid of yourself. But we're pointing to, to that feeling, that 
attitude, that assumption of a self, that tends to be the basis, are uh, the, the the things that that which we we uh, which poisons our experience of life. That infects consciousness and 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 sets off the programs that of uh, uh, that come from that that assumption and that and the habits and the past karma that we've made uh, by acting and thinking and speaking on those on the on those on that avicca. So then one. You hear in, in, like in the Zen tradition, they talk, they say, a man of no fixed position, it used to be, no fixed position, like you're just kind of floating around, you know, kind of, you know, not ha- like a leaf in a storm or what? Because a fixed position, they, is, you know, like a vita, some, some thing where some, some, assumption we're making. Having an opinion about this or that, about yourself, about somebody else, about politics, about religion, about practice, about anything. And that position becomes fixed and it becomes ours and the result is always is always the unpleasant result of that. So getting to the very, the, the very, uh, the place where where there's no attachment to, where there's no self. That's the the, the mindfulness. It's uh, awareness. The now, the, everything points to that, like. Santiti koa kali koa hi pasko panayko budget tangway tidapo nimi the the apparent here and now timeless encouraging investigation leading inwards to be experienced individually by the wise and then it's a, the freedom is not having to be anybody. It's a relief not to be Ajahn Sumedho. When I become Ajahn Sumedho, then I don't feel very good. Because then there's self-consciousness, there's, there's worry, there's problems, there's burdens, there's all kinds of difficulties, there's dangers, there's threats, there's fears, all kinds of the whole world goes into motion when I become Ajahn Sumato as a as a, a position of grasping. Conventionally, we can use these things. They're conventional things. They are what they are. So that you know, one can still use the the perceptions and that, but in, for a conventional communication. But the 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 ignorance is removed from it. And I contemplated self-consciousness a lot in my monastic life because especially in the past 20 years or I've had to, to be a, a, an abbot 
and the teacher, we are always sitting up like this on high seats and making pronouncements and everybody's sitting around looking at you and listening. You can read their face, some people look so fed up, other people look amused, other people look bored, and people look adoring and things like this. And you're so self-conscious, you know, and, you, and, and your, your personality is, you, you think, he's trying to help. And <laughs> kindness intention. And uh, then, then, the, then I become Ajahn Sumato, and then I, then it becomes burdensome, and I think, oh, you know, I just uh, want to be left alone. I to go off to a cave in the Himalayas. It's the one I used to use. And I talked to Ajahn Anake about that. He said, uh, when he was here, he said, do you ever have the feeling of being fed up with your monastery and wanting to go off to a cave in the Himalayas? And he said, yeah, part of it, isn't it? <laughs> he says, but you don't believe it, do you? I said, no. <laughs> I was, I was relieved to hear he felt like he had the same, yeah. <laughs> so then not being anybody, not having to be a person or be anybody or hold to a view. So you get maybe differing views or Content, or people contending with, with your style or your way of teaching and things like this. So, so then that brings up the self, the strong sense of oneself. When somebody starts arguing with you or criticizing you or saying, uh, or saying, you know, saying things that, that are maybe getting very close to things that you're very attached to and you're not aware of. Because uh, you feel, you know, you, you like saying, um, you've got it all wrong. You don't. You don't understand. You're doing it wrong. And then, then if if one is attached to a view of oneself, then, then you think, how dare you? Who do you think you are? Or then, with all the feeling you know, I have, because the self always leads to some kind of either you you, you feel very defensive or you feel guilty. You can be intimidated. You can, and praise is all right, you know. You say, "I just made a great teacher." Don't hear that. I just made is terrible, and he doesn't doesn't understand Buddhism. Going to the the Salayatana, get influenced. So you could go from praise to blame. Well, you're wonderful. They're horrible. You gotta go up and down, your features change according to to the to what's being said. Yeah. Poor creature, poor I don't know, helpless victim of, of circumstances. So that's why in in challenging situations, this is where, you know, in it's very good for us because then it does it maybe these things do it really makes you look at something. You know that uh, where where you're that that uh, you need to see subtle attachments and views and assumptions that maybe 
you've, you've never had a chance to look at or notice. So that's why you, one you feels a sense of freedom in not having to be defensive or protected or, or having to, you feel more receptive and open and willing to be vulnerable and be, and, uh, and to have uh, and to experience life because there's nothing, you've got nothing to hide or nothing to protect anymore. Because you're not anybody anymore. Well, as soon as I become somebody, then, then I go back to the old defensive fears and anxieties that come with that program. So then the, the experiences of life are really, you know, they're, they're part of the, they're, they're the path for us. We, can, we get emotionally upset or roused or figured off in something, then you, then you know that there's something there to look at, there's really, and it's a particular samuppada, uh, as, as used in this way, then it's very helpful, kind of investigating this the particular uh, experience, so that you, 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 more, you become more and more skilled in, in not attaching to these things, or making anything out of it, not making problems, or believing in the, in the conditions that you're experiencing as being anything more than what they are in the moment. So I offer this for your contemplation and reflection.